0: Hello everyone, welcome to China Money Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Xiang. Welcome to this week of China VC Tech News Roundup for the week of July 2nd to July 6th. I apologize beforehand as I'm a little bit under the weather and I might be coughing a little bit later. So please forgive the, the, the rough voice today. But it has been... Uh, the end of uh, June uh, and beginning of July, we have produced another monthly China VC tracker, where we track the Chinese venture capital sector with our detailed proprietary data. And the month of June was an interesting month because of one single deal that was massive, fourteen billion dollars, a Series C round by and financial um, raised from investors, including a long list of top-quality investors, basically distorted the month's VC activity to a level that's uh, pretty much uh, uh, a record number. At least for the three months of April, May, and June, this total Number for June, 20 billion total deal volume. Uh total deal value is definitely the highest for the past three months. And <laughs> there were a total of 292 VC deals that were announced in the month of June. And both the deal volume and the deal value were higher than the month of May. Um the month of May, there were about 284 VC deals with a total deal value of 6.38 billion U.S. dollars. So if you if you take out the 14 billion Series C round raised by Ant Financial for the month of June, you would pretty much come up to around the same number for May. Um, in terms of industry, the most active sectors, based on the number of announced deals, were retail and consumer. Obviously, based on um, uh, uh, actually, this is not based on deal value. This is based on the number of deals, and retail and con- consumer were the most active, followed by blockchain, education, and healthcare. In terms of deal value, of course, fintech, because of and Antif- Ant financials' impact, was the some- obviously there because of uh, that massive deal and we have this whole chart on our website so make sure you go there at com to check out all the full charts with a lot of more interesting data now <coughs> moving on to <coughs> IPOs Chinese firms have you um, I'm sure lots of you have noticed have been rushing Two complete IPOs overseas at least we have tracked total of fourteen major overseas IPOs uh, filed or completed by Chinese companies during the past two months, and they a- aim to raise over eighteen billion dollars in total definitely um, it shows how companies feel the IPO window or the market window will not be open forever and everyone is rushing to complete their IPO before anything bad happens. With today's uncertain macroeconomic and global trade tensions, it's very uncertain uh, for the outlook of IPOs. Therefore, all the companies are filing and are rumored to be seeking a listing. We have, uh, of course, Xiaomi completed its IPO uh, during the past few weeks. Its stock started trading uh, this past week. And Meituan Jinping is another most high-profile deal that's coming up. The company just filed last month. And (coughs) we have other companies like e-commerce platform Pinduoduo that um, is also looking to IPO uh, online used car platform Yuxin and uh, online travel agency Tongcheng Ilong online recruiting platform Pin and online used car platform Yuxin I just mentioned that, sorry So, uh, and also pregnancy and parenting portal Baby Tree. Chinese investment bank China Renaissance also filed for an IPO in Hong Kong. And Guangzhou based private equity firm Cornerstone Management Inc. filed for a 70 million IPO on NASDAQ. Two blockchain companies, Zhejiang Yibang Communication and also um, CAN. Inc. have been filing, have filed their IPO application in Hong Kong as well. In terms of IPO location, nine out of the 14 companies opted for an IPO in Hong Kong, (coughs) while the others are aiming to raise capital in the US. A number of exciting VC news. In the past months um, in this past week for, for the space sector, Chinese rocket startup iSpace completed the Series A round led by Matrix partner China, bringing its total financing to about 19 million, uh, nine million sorry, 90 million US dollars this year. The company was founded by Peng Xiaobo, a former research director at China Academy of Launch Vehicle Technology. <coughs> iSpace provides commercial launchers to microsatellite manufacturers, operators, research institutes, and universities in China and abroad. Its products include small solid fuel rockets, reusable liquid fuel rockets, and suborbital space flights. The company has research centers in Beijing and Xi'an. In April, it has launched its Hyperbola I-1S, a small solid fuel rocket. The 8.4-meter and 4.6-ton single-stage test vehicle was launched from Hainan province in the range of 108 kilometers KMS. Uh, in terms of space another interesting news happened as Airbus Beijing Engineering Center and the National Center for Nano Science and Technology of China have established a lab focusing on nano composite uh, materials to research the application of such materials in the aeronautic sector ABEC is a joint venture between Airbus and China Aviation Industry Corp and NST, they signed an agreement to conduct research and develop electrically conductive, self-healing, and toughening nanocomposites in airplane design and manufacturing. (coughs) And next (laughs) coming up is AI. Boyu Capital has led a $125 round in Singaporean computer vision, solutions, and analytics Analytics provider Trax. D.C. Thompson, a UK media organization, also joined the investment round, according to Trax announcement. A portion of the transaction will be used to buy some early investors' shares. Founded in 2010, Trax provides in-store execution, market measurement, and data science solutions consumer packaged goods, brands, and retailers with computer vision platform to access photos taken in store with mobile devices to deliver real-time granular shelf and store-level insights. Sales representatives could receive detailed product and category information, including out-of-shelf, share-of-shelf, pricing and promotional compliance, and more. It operates in over 50 countries with more than 175 client engagements. (coughs) And then (coughs) another interesting news in the space of internet is Ant Financial has invested an undisclosed amount in Chinese subway Wi-Fi provider Peanut Subway. This move is notable because Tencent just invested to obtained a 49% stake in Chinese high speed train Wi-Fi provider a month earlier. <coughs> Pina Subway confirmed the investment to China Money Network. And the Wi-Fi provider is a subsidiary of Wi-Fi company Galaxy Valley, which constructs Wi-Fi passenger information systems and IPCon systems, allowing mobile apps to understand their position on the macro-local scale covering subway stations, platforms, and tunnels. Galaxy Valley has obtained exclusive rights for the construction and operation of 12 subway networks in 20 cities, including Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Guangzhou, among others. (coughs) China's second largest retailer, JD.com, has introduced a fleet of Hydrogen energy delivery trucks, which emits only purified water in Shanghai, JD said the new fleet is the first sizable commercial deployment of hydrogen-powered vehicles for logistics in China. It said it it has put dozens of new delivery trucks to use, with hydrogen tanks that take only three minutes to refill and can travel for 300 kilometers per tank, while carrying up to 3.5 tons of cargo. In the space of uh, entertainment media, China Media Capital Inc., a media and entertainment investment and holding company, has raised 1.5 billion U.S. dollars in a Series A round led by Chinese real estate developer Wang Ke, Existing investors Alibaba and Tencent, CMB International Capital, and other investors also participated the round giving the company a $6 billion U.S. dollar post-money valuation. <coughs> CMC is led by uh, Li-Ri Gang, former president of Shanghai Media Group. The company focuses on production of films, TV shows, animation, and also operates five live entertainment businesses, including cinema and theme parks. It is a major stakeholder of Hong Kong wireless commercial television station, TVB, and Beijing-based business news firm, uh, Caixin. Moving on to education, Hong Kong-based asset management firm, Value Partners Group joined Hong Kong-listed China Education Group to establish a private equity fund focused on the Chinese education sector with a fundraising target of 5 billion RMB, or around 750 million U.S. dollars. The fund will be an inaugural fund of of VP Shenzhen, the group's newly established private equity subsidiary in mainland China. Located in the Tianhai Special Economic Zone, the fund is privileged to be licensed to raise funds both in mainland China and offshore. The fund will be primarily investing in private, higher, and vocational education in mainland China, with a focus on control investments. (coughs) Chinese education firm TAL Education, source code Capital, and an undisclosed sovereign wealth fund has led a series C round in Haifeng Education, an online K-12 education platform, No financial details of the deal were announced. Shanghai-based high education provides one-on-one lessons in all subjects online to K-12 public-supported schooling, including kindergarten and the first um, through the 12th grade students in China. It also provides courses for students who want to study abroad. Moving on further to Healthcare Yunfeng Capital and Shenzhen-listed Chinese biopharmaceutical company Hai bio Pharmaceutical has entered into an agreement to buy all shares of German specialty pharmaceutical firm AMW GmbH. The investors will buy 100% shares of AMW from AMW founders and shareholders. And no financial details were disclosed about the deal. AMW is a specialty pharmaceuticals company headquartered in uh, in a the, in the, in the place near Munich, Germany. It develops, produces, and sells drug delivery systems with, with a focus on biodegradable implants and transdermal treatment systems. The company was founded in 2008 and developed solutions for use in oncology. Neurology <laughs> terminology and pen management applications. <coughs> Chinese <coughs> China Investment Corp has participated in a one billion RMB or one hundred fifty-one million U.S. dollar Series D round in Beijing-based oncology big data firm LinkDoc Technology Limited. Funded in 2014, the company collects and standardizes healthcare data. Covering more than 3,000 diseases from hospitals and provides customized data for healthcare regulators, researchers, insurers, and pharmaceutical companies. In 2016, the firm raised an undisclosed Series B round led by China Broadband Capital and participated by Ally Bridge Group, Genova Capital, and New Enterprise Associates. Next FinTech Chinese P2P lending platform Furongbao announced it has received around 120 million US dollars Series B round. It is a strategic investment from a controlling shareholder, Wangjala Gas Appliances, which is a Chinese household appliances manufacturer. <coughs> and also in fintech and financial, it's close to a deal to invest 100 million U.S. dollars in Chinese financial information service provider Xueqiu. The round value Xueqiu between 400 million to 500 million U.S. dollars. <coughs> Air Wallex, a Melbourne-based fintech company that provides cross-border payment options or solutions, announced that it has completed an $80 million U.S. dollar Series B round participated by existing investor Tencent and Sequoia Capital China. Other investors, including Hill House Capital, Li Kaixin's Horizon Ventures, Indonesia's Central Capital Ventura, and Australia's Square Peg also participated in this round. <coughs> I think we still have some more news, but... That's it for this week. I'm sure it, it's probably painful to listen to. Sorry for the rough voice. And also I hope I can get better soon next week to get you better audio podcast. But please make sure you go to Chinamoneynetwork.com to, to read and um, uh, see a lot more that we offer on our online portal. And also remember to give us a rating and give us a review on podcast on itunes so that other people can find us and subscribe to our newsletters and follow us on all of our social media channels and hope you enjoy today's very brief news summary and until next week